Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Guys, today's show is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at GetBarkBox.com forward slash campfire. That's GetBarkBox.com forward slash campfire. Woof. 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 Now let's get into that show. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Meryl, sometimes we have guests that are more in line with your friends than Mm -hmm. mine. And so I want to give you full creative control over this intro. Thank you. Because today's guest is all about your friend, DJ Mancat. Yes. Also known as Bo Dorian. Exactly. Oh my gosh, it's you know so his name It's just so crazy too. that we have two Bows spelled exactly the same way. That's exciting. I do like and so the name, I want Bo. you to make sure that I give you full creative control I don't need over full this credit. intro. Uh, to, can you just be quiet for a second? Yeah, but not and everyone no, needs no, no, full credit. And I'm giving you the full credit and the full but, control. But there's no such thing as that. Over so you're saying intro. what is important to you? No, 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 no. I'm just, just let me finish this okay. one thought, okay? Today's guest, Bo Dorian, slash, forward slash, uh, DJ, DJ Mancat. No, let me say it, okay? Uh, oh, my it, God. We're really excited to talk to him. Uh, he's been a big friend of yours for a long time, and that's why I feel like it's important for you to do the intro. Thank so, you. So here we go with Bo Dorian. Uh, parents, can you please make sure your children get self-esteem in high school so they don't need to act like this is an adult? What the actual fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Bo and Bo. Oh my God, my dream. This is like the threesome I've never wanted. <laughs> but mental. now you're having it. Yes, and when when Man Cat and I were together at my housewarming party, people kept on coming up to him, being like, "I love your podcast. You guys are so funny." Thanks for taking all the credit. I did. Yeah, he you. absolutely said thanks. Oh, yeah. I took, I was like, Thank you so much. We put a lot of hard work into it. <laughs> Yeah. That they knew it wasn't you then. I put my heart. <laughs> I put my heart and soul into this thing. Oh my Everything. gosh. And wait, I just want to start off. You posted something yesterday that I want to discuss at first. It was about things that adults say that they oh shouldn't say, right? Yeah. And but I, it's I, one thing basically that bothered me. You had you have the exact same one as me. 
potty? potty potty like adults even if you even if they have kids i don't you want to go potty say, oh that's disgusting yeah girls are like oh, i was in vegas They're like all right i'm gonna go potty i'm like you're not a Wait, child women say that to you in- <laughs> yes i have like like 10 adult female friends without kids that say that potty, potty. that's gross and weird yeah Mm. Yeah, I had a friend call it out like 10 years ago to bar. My friend's like, I'm going potty. He's like, don't don't say that. And I'm like, a guy said that? No, like, the guy called the girl out and no. it's kind of been in my head for a while. And then I keep on hearing people say that. I'm like, yeah, potty. that's not an adult thing. It's what yeah. you say to children. And people were commenting, though. I think they were getting messed up as like, what words don't you want to hear? Like moist. You know, people yeah, were commenting yeah. like that kind of like, don't say that word. But but really, it's more like what words shouldn't you say if you're not three or four? Right. Do I don't like when people correct me on the restroom bathroom thing. Like, mm. I, I, it's like this. It's like, I mean, potty sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I get it. But like, if I said, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, oh, you going to take a bath? It's like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> well, so about. So I say like, washroom. Washroom. Yeah. That's very gentlemanly. Yeah. You're going to go wash? But I, but I notice a lot of people don't, don't know what that means. So I go, where's your washroom? And I do my, put my hands together <laughs> and like rub them together. So they're like... Oh, oh, genie yeah. lamp. Yes, yeah. we'll find you a genie lamp. Because it's like you say restroom, like, well, you're going to go rest. Uh, I know. Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm fucking yeah, talking yeah. about. May I it's use like, a bathroom? Yeah. I had a friend one time. Uh, okay, let me just go back. It's not a friend. Uh-oh. This guy, I was telling a story about how there was a, a podium in the way of, of this performance. Like there was a comedian, but they had forgotten to take the podium off the stage. And he goes, uh, actually, it's a lectern. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Uh, like, regardless of the technical term yeah. of whatever you, yeah. don't be a fucking dickhead. It's a third, do third grade teacher mover. Right yeah, there, sure. it is. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's a lectern. Mm. I don't like it, but we're here for the potty. <laughs> po- potty cast. Oh, yeah, potty oh. people. DJ potty pants. Yes. Bum, 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 and like, okay, wait, so I... Brought Bo here, A, because you've been my longtime friend and you're so funny and cool, mm-hmm. and B, for the DJ talk. But C, I wanted to not do only one spooky shit, but I wanted to invite like one of the most ghost-affected people I know well, here. Yeah, that's, that's you. how you, you kind of presented to me is that this is the most, like, the person you've, you've heard has had the most problems with ghosts and shit like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spooky shit happening all the time. Yeah. yeah. So should, yeah. Do you wanna, should we just begin of like when they first started for you? Because you've had a bunch of ghost encounters. Wait, 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 wait. We have a theme song. Let's play it. Let's play uh, it. We never use it, so let's do Ooh! it now. So creep on over, listen for a bit. But don't look now, it's some spooky shit. Your face just changed. We've, we've just introduced each other. Weird. We're talking. Everything's fine. And then I said, okay, let's let's maybe do a little spooky shit. And then your face just got, got like kind of like cold yeah. looking. Yeah. No, I got the spooks. I just want to hear it. Just give it to All me. All right. So uh, I was living in Solana Beach with uh, my roommate Hanson. Just from the from the gate here, does not believe in any ghosts or spooky things or anything like that, which we'll come into later. But just to set the mood I here, can you know? attest yeah. to that. He's yeah. a rational, logical, linear <laughs> man. Right. Yep. Uh, so... I'm a firm believer that uh, for whatever these like entities are like, if, if you watch spooky stuff or creepy stuff, um, if there are things around, they'll be more drawn to it. And you know that that makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if you if you invite crazy into your life, more yeah. crazy will come into your life. Exactly. <laughs> so Don't I, look at me, Bose. <laughs> so I watched some uh, Oscar shorts and there was one that was like all about spirits and creepy. Didn't think too much about it. Uh, ended up falling asleep super early and uh, woke woke up to that creepy feeling I'm sure we've all had, oh. where it's like there's something in the room, and I'm like, what is it? And I, I remember like looking straight ahead and seeing something kind of like crouched down in my room, 
And I'm like, well, this is a dream. I'll just get up and, and see what it is. So I got up out of my bed and started walking towards it. And whatever this thing was, ducked a little more and then darted into my bathroom. And I screamed, which I thought was like a really manly scream, <laughs> and, oh. r- and ran into uh, our kitchen. And I'm sitting there just, <sighs> just like panting. And I hear Hanson go, hey, hey, buddy, you okay? And I was like, yeah, there's, there's something in my room. All right, you uh, you want you want to turn the lights on? And I was like, yeah. And he kind of like got me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So we put the lights on, uh, and so we go into the room and we start looking for whatever this thing is. And as you can imagine, it's two grown men in their boxers with their hands on their hip, kind of like looking <laughs> looking under the bed. And like, and now we're trying to figure out like, well, could there be like a a car that went by, like a shadow or light or something car. like that. Right. You know, so we're looking in the bathroom and there, there's nothing. You Disgruntled ex girlfriend. Yeah, which was a very high possibility at yep. that time. Uh, so I'm talking to Hanson. He's like, yeah, he's like, it's weird. He's like, I don't believe in that stuff, but there's been like, you know, uh, I've been holding Yoda, which is my cat, you know, and, and I'll hear like footsteps, like run through the, the hall and stuff like that. there's some weird stuff that happens anyways. Good night. So he <laughs> went off to bed. I was like, all right. Okay. And so it's only, this was only like at one o'clock, you know what I mean? I'm like, and I remember thinking there's still people at a bar like drinking now, and yeah. I'm like having this, this weird episode. So I go back to bed. I leave the, the bathroom light on. I couldn't get Yoda back in the room for the life of me. Like he was just like, Meow. he just would not come back in. I'm like, all right, I got this on my own, you know. Uh, and from there, I kept on waking up with that same thing, that creepy thing and looking around the room and going back. It was just the worst night's sleep ever. And I remember I like could hear uh, the faucet running. So I like woke up. And I look up and I'm like, is a faucet running? Because I could see my bathroom from that angle. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, no, you know what? It's not the faucet. It was just the air going from the bathroom. And I remember like having like a sigh and I look down on the corner of my bed and there's a little arm just kind of like posted up no. on the corner of my Come bed. On. And the rational person, like, what would you do is you would go see what it is. But I already did that and it didn't go too well. And I remember just being like, fuck it. I'm just going to look away. And I just, just, just kept on going to the an side arm. and it looked like a little boy's arm oh my god on the side like oh my god i honestly have bed. chills on my leg hair oh, so my leg I- hair is so long <laughs> and i'm so scared so my, my my upbringing which is like a religious upbringing which a lot of the stuff gets instilled as a kid because you know my mom she's like well when i was a teenager like uh there was something in the house and the tv was going crazy when plugged in it turned back on and i went on the bed and it was shaking and so she's had all these crazy stories that she's told and that's us. like straight up like horror stuff like that's like yeah. a shaking bed and a tv yeah yeah she but she's like oh we we're using Ouija boards she had all she's that she don't use Ouija boards don't watch those kind of movies you know so i remember telling my sister this story and she's like she nothing happens to her so she lives like vicariously through me for all yeah. this stuff so she's like it was a little boy right when the thing like ducked down and I'm like, well, wait till you get the arm part. Like she already knew like what was yeah. going on more than I did. So that was, and that was like a couple of years ago. Uh, and that was one of the, the creepiest things. And, that you're, happened. and how crystal clear are you that it was like a little boy's arm? Uh, the, the art, well, the, the thing is, which is really weird. And this is probably a, a segue. I don't know if we want to get into, but the, the, whatever it was had like a flat head with almost like a halo around it. Like, oh. it, so it, it it was like a boy, but it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't like a human, like right. alien or whatever. And the arm was like really tiny, but also had this kind of weird, weird, like pale glow to it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was an gracious. alien. 
I don't, I mean, I don't, it, it could have been a sweat dream. I just imagine the whole thing. What kind like, of mushrooms were you doing at the time? I know people <laughs> always ask, yeah, like, if yeah. you're, like, sober, I'm like, did, did it matter? Do you think if someone was stoned, they would have, like, right. it, you know? But, yeah, I was I was sober going to bed at, at 1 o'clock, but I kind of wish I had been a little more drunk. I probably would have slept through it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I th- it is weird, like, uh, having those moments where you feel like something's in the house or feel like you saw something. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, I don't know where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there really? I, I don't. Personally, I don't believe that there is. Yeah, really? It's, it's, it's paralyzing, too. It, and it, again, it could all be in your head. And, and I, I had this one time at my current place where I woke up and it was I was so paralyzed with fear of whatever was in my room. And it was like the movie, like it got like really cold. Uh-huh. And I remember I just grabbed my phone and just texted my roommate like, hi, can you come in my room or something like because I was so scared of it. And as soon as I texted it, it texted my roommate like it went away. And then I remember waking up and being like, oh, shit, my roommate's going to think I'm like a creep texting her like three or more like, hey, come. But she was so cute. She's like, we have to stage the place. She's like, yeah, the Lord is here. And she started doing the thing. And I'm like, you know, whatever works for you. Yes. But, you know, those again, those are moments where it's like, you know, there's nothing tangible. And that's that's why talking about that story. That's the first time I actually like saw something where I'm like, that is something because usually it's these things where I'm in a hotel uh, I was in Vermont one time and I, I, I was having the, the weird dream, you know, and, I, and uh, you know, things didn't feel right. And I woke up and then I had a tug on my leg and it like literally like pulled me down to the bed. Yeah. And I was out of there in five minutes, packed my stuff, went down, I was eating breakfast. And I was like, is this place haunted? And they're like, no, no, not at all. I was like, OK. And I'm like looking up online. They're like most haunted hotel in Vermont. I'm like, oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? I just yeah. watched The Shining. What if it was room 237? I, That's only a reference for people that have seen a movie. This there is we called go. A movie reference. Oh, my yeah. God. So do, have you ever like, I guess, have you ever done like the Ouija board stuff or more of the? No, no. I, again, because it's like I don't want to like invite, invite that them. stuff. Okay. And the the one story that I can test where like I do feel like that stuff is true. And a lot of stuff happens on the road, which is really weird. Mm. And if any of the listeners have any ideas of why it happens on the road more than it does in my house. But I was in Colorado with uh, my good friend, Andrew, and he's he's just the nicest human ever. So he's like we get to his uh, his house. He lives with his mom. and He's like, you just you take my bed. I'll take the couch. And I was like awesome okay so i'm i'm sleeping and i and i wake up again with the feeling um and i remember i was talking to this guy robert about all this stuff and i'm like what should i do because i told him about the things like just ask it what do you want what do you want oh so oh what if it's like i want your soul so i said i could hear you know all the things and i'm like what do you want and it was like a door opening up with voices going and like a hundred voices in this one female voice, like really like trying to tell me something. And it was like one of the scariest things that ever happened to me in, in my friend's house, you know, and it happened again later that night where I woke up into the thing. And I remember texting Andrew oh, like, Hey, can God. you come in here? And, uh, so I woke up in the morning and or like at noon, I really like slept this shit off, you know? And I remember like seeing my phone. I'm like, please, please tell me that was like just a dream. Like, I don't want to look and see yeah. the text where I actually, and it, sure enough, there was a text where like Andrew, like, hey, can you come in here or whatever? Uh, so we go out and, I, and I, I have this awkward thing where I'm like, what? Now I have to like tell his family I had this weird Yeah, I had thing. sex with a ghost last Ugh. night. She asked yeah. what she wanted. She's like, yeah. you're a dick. So it's just noon. A baby. <laughs> I look at the TV and it's a guy sitting in a chair getting his like eyes ripped out. They're like watching some like crazy horror stuff at like. Oh my goodness. So that was like, I'm like, okay, this is like a house that watches that. And I'm like, tell them the story. They're like, oh yeah, weird stuff happens all the time. Like, my little sister has a friend that she talks to all the time in the house. 
So I was like, well, all right, you know. Okay, I have a crazy hypothesis. Okay. Hypothesis, and you know me and mine. My, okay, so number one, I feel like a lot of like the Netflix stuff is dark and getting dark, and there's a mm. lot of horror movies because I feel like they they like to program us to almost like subconsciously have fear and even maybe even have a tiny bit of like evil in us. Absolutely. Like I I do think it's like a satanic agenda. I think all of this started from uh, my parents being religious and then having these stories and like God fearing, Satan fearing, and that's what gets in your head. And and that's why this has been created in my mind a lot. Right. I was just going to say, and that's why it makes sense that it's not actually happening, but you have a vivid imagination that goes towards that because these are the stories that you've been told yeah it's like in other countries or other religions they have these stories of like oh that's the uh what's the mexican the chupacabra mm-hmm. like I, i've never seen a chupacabra yeah but there are so many people in mexico that say they have you know what i mean it's like we get this idea in our head i'm not like i'm not discrediting monster, i'm like not discrediting you I'm just saying, like, I think that we you can. And I'm not saying so. That's the thing is, I'm like, I'm not saying this stuff is is real. I'm just saying right. this has happened no, to no, me. No, no, because be I, I'm telling you, I've had things that are creepy. Yeah. I just don't know how I can explain them. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because when you do start to try to explain something, you sound crazy because it's something that we don't, we can't put a fact on. We can't put proof on. Right. Yeah. If, if right, you're like, uh, this thing happened, and there is physical evidence of it then people would probably take that more seriously. Right. But even then, it's such an unexplained thing that our imaginations are so excited, right? That's yes. why there's so many TV shows or horror movies. I don't know if it's programming so much as it is... Well, I uh, like that. That's a good angle. Like feeding on this uh, unexplained Yeah, I think fear. it could be both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, like um, yeah, I mean, think about every... <laughs> even like go, go to like a Hallmark movie, right? Where it's like there's an intruder, but mm-hmm. even if you haven't had an intruder, like there's this fear of having one, right? Yeah. And so then they play on this idea. Absolutely. And then you end up creating this thing. Every time there's a noise, it's like, it's an intruder. What's going Is somebody trying to get in the house? You know, but, but, but really, does it's that, just. But does that come from something from like childhood? I or So I, I, I have yeah. a friend back home at East Coast and I just visited them and they're like my most normal humans I hang out with. But uh, his, <laughs> his wife has an irrational fear of somebody breaking into the house. Yeah. And like literally they have weapons by the bed. Really? And it, it does really shake her when we talk about it. And so like I try to joke about it, yeah. but we're like we're like leaving the house and uh, I got stoned with them and I never get high. And I'm sitting there super high and they're like, okay, well bring the dogs in because the coyotes might get them. And I'm like, wait, there's coyotes? Like, bring bring the dogs in. And then they close the door like, well, if there's a fire, they'll get stuck in. I'm like, well, if there's a fire too, like, you know, so it's so like. So they're just like living in fear. Yeah. Basically. And yeah. I don't want to say that they're going to attract that kind of stuff, but they I also. They are, absolutely. Yeah, that and that's the thing I was of, talking to her about. I'm yeah. like, well, what is the first moment you have in your life of, of remembering being afraid of somebody breaking in? Because I really feel like a lot of our I, stuff is from when we were kids and we just never deal with it. It's funny. I think I had this, I had this reoccurring dream that came back a lot and it was that there were these kind of monster dogs like dogs that were just like crazy like Cujo kind of stuff or more like a little bit but they were Dobermans Dobermans okay yeah. they were definitely that and they were living under my bed and every time I would get off my bed in the middle of the night I'd jump out of my bed like by like four or five feet like because mm. I didn't want the dogs to grab out and grab my ankles right because they would bite my Achilles heel in my dream right and they would tear that Ooh. Achilles heel right then you have to remember two things because that's a dream that I had at least 20 times in my youth. At least. It, it was the thing that just kept coming back. That and the whale dream. But that's a different thing. Both scared of whales. Oh, can't so killer whales. The dog dream, though. My sister, when I was younger, we all went to a pond, a local pond, and then walked back to our friend's house. 
and we were washing off with a hose, right? And when I was spraying everybody's hands off, I had the hose and I was spraying everybody off. The water went past my sister's arm and hit their dog, who just happened to be, guess. A Doberman. And the Doberman lunged at my sister, right? And ripped her elbow just clean open. And she she had to go get stitches, hospital. They put the dog down. Really? All this stuff that I had this new trauma from. Like, well, first off, I hated big dogs, right? And that dog was big and it looked angry. Yeah. You know Dobermans. They are just so look angry. like they look like they're gonna attack. Like you. a mean Ross from Even Friends. Even if they're like nice. They're, and they're long and they're mean. <laughs> like if, if Rachel doesn't marry him, that's what yeah. a Doberman would be. Yeah. And so I already have this idea in my head that Dobermans are evil, right? Mm-hmm. Then, as a kid, I saw the movie Pet Cemetery a little too early. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, what happens? The little kid slices the Achilles heel with a razor and cuts the one guy's Achilles heel right up. Like, just like... <laughs> and the guy, it's so gross. So now I have these two things that have happened in my my brain, visually, that I've sandwiched together. I probably saw these things too young. Mm-hmm. And now I have this reoccurring dream that the dog's going to jump out and cut my Achilles heel. It's like, it's crazy what we can do in our brain in that way. Yeah, to I'm not, again, I'm not discrediting stuff. anybody's spooky shit. There's spooky shit that happens, but I also do think we create these moments. Yes, I right. agree with that. I yeah. totally agree with that, but then I also think there's like records of demonic possession that people really do have to get that kind of, Absolutely. and we've talked a lot about that, the Annabelle story or doll where like someone would go visit this doll that was supposed to be haunted and they put her in a museum. Then people would go to the museum and then drive home and get in a car accident. And mm-hmm. you know, I do believe that things really? have, yeah. Yeah. Annabelle has a crazy story. Oh, but I was gonna say the second hypothesis that I may have, which is a, it's, it, this is a spiritually weird one, but I think you may be open to stuff because you're around like nightlife a lot and that and bars and you know even though you don't drink a lot it, mm. like um like to me i think that type of environment sometimes warrants more of a like i don't want to say people are unconscious but it's like they're not the best if, if there's going to be negative entities if there is such a thing they're going to be attached to people i think like at like like bars and like, well, night yes, clubs like that how night. i met your mother like nothing good happens after 2 a.m yeah 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 like i think like but i've yeah. always been like that too i even before I, I got a job that fit who i am and i always would stay up late yeah. and i've always been that type of person that you know in the witching hours you know yes. 3 30 4, 4 yes. a.m so that's when all the weird stuff happens but you're kind of like a shiny happy person in the middle of a lot of people that i think sometimes may have some like karmic holes in them yeah, I don't, it sounds weird but yeah. it, that's my my hypothesis is that sometimes at night like um, yeah, it's more like, I guess that's why it's called like spirits too. Maybe they're supposed to make you feel good. But to me, it's like they're spirits cause it's like alcohol can almost make you like blink out and kind of like have a different side take over. Yeah. I think if you do drink, a lot of the stuff doesn't happen cause you just like sleep. Sleep yeah, 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 it, yeah. You, you know? kind of like put yourself to sleep, yeah. and then and I think negative entities like attach themselves to people, like at you know at bars or at uh, like yeah places like yeah, that. And I think that's the irony because people are always like, uh, "Are you fucked up? Are you stoned?" And I'm like, I don't think this stuff happens to people who are like that because it's like it's a different level. Like you know when you're when you're awake, awake you're yeah. like heightened and stuff yeah. like so that. The, yeah. The, the last thing that happened, I was in uh, Bellingham, I think. So we're in a hotel. There's clearly like a basement, but for no reason. You know, uh-huh. so you're walking, you know, for killing people. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was really old, weird hotel that they put me in. And uh, I fell asleep and I kept on having these dreams that I was being like pushed down into my bed uh, into like, un- oh, sorry, I was like moving with the mic. So uh, <laughs> I was getting pushed down underneath the bed like something was pulling me, pulling my arm. And I remember waking up and it was the thing was pulling my arm. And I remember waking up and my arm was up. 
in the air, like being pulled. So it's like, that's, well, that's just my arm having the dream, right. me moving the arm. Right. But also when I woke up, I'm like, what the fuck? Something's pulling my arm. So it took me like so, a little bit to like ground myself and be like, that's just something I just created my dream that my arm was up. Yeah. Have you ever had a wet dream? Uh, no, because you're ghost? always like ejaculating. Yeah. There hasn't been a night since you have like. <laughs> <laughs> went to bed with a woman. Wait, yeah. what's a dry dream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, because I mean, have you ever woken up with a, a boner? Of course you have. Yeah, right? yeah. Why? Why does that happen? Our brain is so powerful. Absolutely. Right? It's like if, it if, can lift your arm. It could. And that's the thing is like dick, all that I stuff is, ex- is explained. You know, it's like when we close our eyes and we picture uh, an apple, it's like, and then when we see an apple, the same just snaps are, it, they're, right? they're, yeah. going, yeah. they're going off our brain. It's the same thing. We, we feel the same thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, the thing is though, like you feel what happens. So waking up for me is like a little like jarring until I like have some mm-hmm. sense and be like, that was just a dream where I had, where I thought someone was pulling my arm. See, they may be. Yeah. I think it, I think it could be true. I, I want to believe that both are reasonable. Yeah. Answers. Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel uh, like I believe more in the devil than God. Okay. Because all, all right. this stuff I have more like, but I, I don't see like these like, you know what I mean? I, I believe this more of this supernatural stuff happens, but I don't see the other side of it too much. Yeah. So Where it's like, I, let's pray for this person to get over cancer. Yeah, and I'm it's like, like, oh, no, they God, died. Like, the fuck, that's never going to work. Yeah. But then if someone's like, oh, I got possessed. I'm like, oh, shit. That's yeah. probably happened. Do you feel like you have like a devilish side to you? Yeah, absolutely. I guess this, we all do, this, but this, and it all started when I was when I was really really young, and we were at like a church thing, and my I remember my sister got sick. Uh, no, I sorry, I got sick. I, I puked on my sister on her dress. We were at, we were at like a convention, so I was a Jehovah's Witness, and every every oh, like oh never mind, everything is explained. <laughs> so uh, every year they all we all met in like Rhode Island for like this big church thing where they you right. know fill the, the stadium with all the, the Jehovahs and uh, do I do blood transfusions. Je- yeah, Jehovah, no blood transfusion. <laughs> so I, I got really sick, so we had to go back, and I remember being this. I was like six or seven, like really young. And uh, just got insanely sick. And I remember having this uh, dream where I was like, I had like 3D vision and I could see like all these humans to the left and the right, like all like trying to like get out of this like purgatory like, oh, thing. Oh my goodness. And uh, it was super crazy. I remember waking up and telling my mom about it and she's like, we don't believe in that bow. Like we don't believe in purgatory. So that's not what you saw. And I'm like, okay. But it was like super crazy. And I, and I remember talking to my sister and my, my brother and they were watching some movie where like some lady was getting like raped by a ghost. That's the entry? True. The enti- entity. Oh, entity. Yeah. Entity. So <laughs> I, I remember watching Paranormal uh, Activity with, with yeah. my girlfriend Chantal at the time. And we, we went back and she was so scared. I'm like, it's just a movie. Like there's not actually like entities that like follow people, you know. So I started looking up movies that were actually like of real things that happened. And the yeah. only one that popped up was the entity. And I was like, oh, that was like what my... My and brother and sister were story. watching while I was having this really fucked up, like, oh my super crazy nightmare oh. with the thing. So, uh, so that actually freaked me out. I'm like, wow, what if there are things that like, you know, follow you around and fuck with you? Because if there are, that would totally make sense. Because when I was a kid, I had this, I mean, and I got so fucked up by by that dream. I couldn't sleep at my house for like a month. Like we had to go to other people's houses and sleep. And I got so I had to sleep with my with with my mom and my brother and sister and like in different beds because I like. I was so spooked by just going to sleep and waking up and I would like see things and images and like it like fucked me up for like a while. Yeah. And I remember like we would go to we could I couldn't even sleep at my house. We had to go to like friends houses to sleep because that, that dream just like fucked me up so much where I was like seeing. And again, it's still hard to explain because uh, it was a child. But uh, for my vision was like to the left and to the right, not forward. 
and I could see in the dream to the left and the right and seeing all these people and all oh that. My and gosh. it was a, it was a fucked up dream for a child to have, but B, it was really hard because my mom was like, well, you didn't see that. That's not what we believe in. There isn't right. a purgatory. And you're like, no, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm people, six motherfucker. Okay. Uh, like, help yeah. me out here. <laughs> yeah. If people, I mean, when you go to bed, I mean, you close your eyes, you can't see things, but you can, you can't close your ears. So if there's something going on in that, in the background, like somebody's watching a weird movie or like, you're still registering that information. I imagine. Yeah. Do you think that could be, it's fun. It's funny you bring that. And this is where I'm going to officially be a weird person mm-hmm. uh, is when I, when I have my eyes closed at night, I can still see stuff around and this is and i've, I've mm-hmm. girlfriends in the past can attest to this like I, it's weird i can i can close my eyes but i can still like see what what things are there i don't think that's too weird i think people have different like some people honestly can not like look into the future like a crystal ball but oh. they can predict things and they i think people well, have different I, gifts I, I can predict things but well, i mean come on the table being stained with because i, I don't have a coaster is not oh, <laughs> patriots will win the afc division <laughs> Wait, hold on. You talked before about fucking an apple. Uh-huh. And I just want to say a few episodes ago, I I did a call to action and I asked men, if you have never fucked your couch, yeah. let me fuck know. Your, Message oh, me. What? I actually have, your, no I one, have. I have one person. Ian said, oh, also tell Meryl. Uh-huh. I've never fucked a couch. Okay. That's one man. That's just because two people didn't. Two, you have, have never fucked a couch. Why would I fuck a yeah, couch? Yeah, exactly. That's she, what I haven't said. had to. <laughs> I, I feel like oh, wait, she, hold on. Can we she start heard with who this. has fucked a couch she and then go off of that? I know a bunch of my friends that have. What part of the couch do they fuck? The little crevice in between. And that's. How I, would I, I get this crevice right here? How? They, they open it up. How? The, I guess the you, angle of that. My dick would have to be like. <laughs> A right angle. Is this like because uh, girls fuck pillows, that, right? Yeah, I haven't fucked. I haven't you haven't fucked. That's no. weird that you haven't fucked a pillow. I, that's that is. Not, that's true. If you that have little baby <laughs> ghost arm, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but oh. no, I, I uh, search it. I search for What's it. What's the weirdest? Like, I'm sorry. This yeah. is gonna go weird for a second. Yeah. Mm. What's the weirdest thing you have fucked? Uh, like a, an object. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever tried to fuck anything other than your uh, hand or your uncle's hand? Well, I didn't have any say in that. Uh, I feel like true. it's just been a lot of girls shaped like things, like a girl shaped like a pineapple, yeah, or like a girl shaped like a pizza box. Like it hasn't been inanimate objects for you. It's yeah, just I like, feel like I just always had the option for for a human. Well, I just had I you know I know I'm trying to think when I was like a teenager. Yeah, when you're like a teenager a, and you couldn't just have a vagina that you were looking for or or a dick, whatever you're into. You know? No, I so when I was a teenager, most of the time I was in like group homes, so you had like yeah. watch the whole time. So that somebody else's dad. Fun I get it. You fucked at home. Yeah, I fucked that home. Oh, you fucked somebody else's couch. Yeah. <laughs> See, you or said, how have you ever fucked your couch? But what he sa- he's saying is he fucked another oh, couch. Oh, another couch. Oh, somebody else's couch. That. Yeah, that's what A foster is. couch. A foster couch, yeah. <laughs> and we had foster babies with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad we went there. <laughs> it's so sectional. I'm just I'm stuck on this, like, picturing a dude fucking a couch really? now. Like, why wouldn't you just use your hand? It seems yeah. so much more comfortable. I I'll agree. send you some links. She doesn't know because she doesn't have a dick. But, like, that... Do you know? It sounds really painful. Yeah, what, the, what depending on the couch? fabric. Yeah. yeah. Is is it a is it a vinyl couch that you lube up? Then maybe. But like, I don't think so. I think you're thinking like, there's a crevice. A guy's probably fucked that. I'm yeah. sure a guy has fucked a couch, but I don't think most guys fuck couches. Did you watch Big Mouth, the TV show on Netflix? I love that show. Yeah. Is that where you're getting this from? No, uh, that's been on my search history for a long time. I couch also, fucking? Yeah. I also really, really like there's one. It's like a, symf- a beautiful symphony. A guy lines up a bunch of different fleshlights and then like, uh, like, and he like make, suctions them to his couch and then he like makes love to the, each different one. I, I That's know, a, oh my God. I know this is an internet joke, but for real, who's clearing your search history when yeah. you die? Yeah. Do you have somebody? You. Okay. Like yeah, a, yeah. You're on it. 
Shoot me your password. People aren't going to be. No, don't no worry. one's going to be. I surprised. guarantee she clears her search history yes, every day. Absolutely. Every <laughs> day. Yeah, she doesn't even hold on to a text. I exactly. Have, I have 7,023 emails right now, and it just made her instantly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm, just, I'm freaking out. Yeah, how, how many, many texts do you guys have? Uh, one second, one second. And how many emails do you have right now? Um, Four? Let's see. I have, have 1,721 emails. Oh. They just fly in, you know. I have one text. But uh, Meryl will get a text or an email and just delete it. Delete it. And I, yep. I aspire to be like that. Thank you. Uh, I have, oh, this really stresses me out. I have nine emails Jesus. right now. You're like a like a hoarder and of emails. I don't even know how many texts that is. That's one. Like one text. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've can, never seen anybody's phone look so empty in that oh, way. Man. I love it. It's It helps me stay clear in, in the moment no, like a no. Zen master. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like, then until she's like, wait, what did you say? And, and can you send that again? I can you send that. the file again? I'm like, what day are we doing it? It's like, what's that Netflix show where the girl cleans up people's houses? <laughs> like Marie, Marie Kondo? Kondo? Yeah, you should do that for people's cell phones. Ooh, tidying up electronics. Yeah. Morel Climo. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> but yeah, flashlight, multiple flashlight couches if you want the link have you ever know. used a flashlight no oh my god because you'd, i think you'd have to own one if you did it oh you know yeah I mean? you don't or borrow you know, a flashlight yeah. i hope you're like you don't. hey tim can i just for the night can like, you tell us did about you clean this did you you cleaned did you it clean, okay yeah. a threesome that you had what this is, gone. is there any spoke is there any spooky did sex? you ever have spooky sex with threesomes. two ghosts um well if we want to keep it dj related i i did have uh i was at a local bar and we, i won't name the bar we'll call it like the metal bar okay okay uh, and I was actually getting getting uh, oral from a girl while I was DJing. What? Wow. Yeah. And Wait, I, you were at the booth and you were getting a blowjob. Yeah. And she probably thought this was amazing because I don't know like, what I'm, she was thinking. Well, okay. she was with her friend, so I was like kissing both of the girls. Uh, and, you know, left, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one went down and started blowing me. And I remember looking at the bartenders, and they were just like so fucking proud of me. They were like, uh, Yeah. Oh my god. And I was really happy with it. And um, but the other girl got jealous are mad so she left so that ended the threesome um but i remember i was i was dating some girl at the time who was like you <laughs> she was like she was like listen like i don't care who you fuck, fuck. as long as you don't know them that's so fair there's, there's thought, no emotion rules, involved so i yeah. thought i was in the clear uh little did i not remember as i was actually texting said girl that i was dating that night and forgot about it so i took the girl home and i was like banging her in my place and the girl broke into my house bro- oh, broke into both doors and she's like what the fuck are you doing i'm like i don't even know her name <laughs> <laughs> and still to this day i have no fucking idea what that girl's really? name was yep so she yep so that was the that end was of part it. of the rules though yeah and but also i shouldn't have been texting said girl i was dating that night like hey maybe we'll hang out afterwards yeah. and then forgot Oof. about it yeah so Oof. that was that was on me. I mean, I'm not saying she should have broken into my house. Bo, uh, I mean, man cat somehow managed in a feat of like I've never seen before, had two girls like fighting over him and then managed to make the somehow did your like weird voodoo magic. And then the two girls ended up like then dating each other and like had their first lesbian experience. And then you like became a triangle. Yeah. yeah. Of, like, he a- took two females pitted against each other for his affection, like arch enemies. And then made the somehow the girls end up ended up like sexually with each other which like wasn't their mo yeah i mean this was in my 20s i'm like bragging for you i don't remember what it was (laughs) but yeah and and my mindset was very selfish at the time where i'd like see one girl and i'd be like hey like you know we're not exclusive if you want to hang out and fuck that's cool but i'm like seeing this other person yeah so it was really selfish at the time but in my mind i was like well i'm being honest with them you know yeah And, and then one night the other girl got she's like you know what i'm just gonna go talk to other said girl and they uh, went and hung out and the next day they showed up my house and like so uh we came upon an agreement I was like, all right, they're like, we're just going to share you. Like, we have, like, well, you hang out with one of us one night and one the other night. And Shut I was like, 
up. Okay. And I'm like, well, what if we all hang out together? And they like gave each other this like look. And within like five seconds, we we're all naked, just fucking all over my place. And it was like that for like three months. And it was awesome. It was like a full on, like very much like a try triad relationship. Yeah, we were we were an exclusive relationship, and I would like spend one night with the girl, and then one night with the other girl, and then they would have a night together where they would hang out, and uh, yeah, everything everything was good for a I while. Know. But you know, one one didn't feel like the love was equal, which it wasn't. One right. one girl, we, we were in a relationship for a little longer, so they would get a little jealous, and then things fizzled out, and we all went and got normal relationships after that, and uh, yeah, it was. Ah, the moment. summer of love. Do, do you I find like the girls just <laughs> throw themselves at DJs? Oh, yeah. come on! Of course they do. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I was still getting ass when I was working at Blockbuster, so I don't want to like <laughs> be kind. Rewind, <laughs> rewind that ass. I feel always like, oh, you're a DJ. I'm like, this was this is happening well before uh, my life as a DJ. But the thing, but you got to think about this as a DJ, okay? You're you're DJing, and then there's a girl dancing on the floor, and she's making eyes with you, and you're like, all right, cool. And then a little later on, she starts dancing with some guy. And by the time you close and end of the night. They're off with the other, They're you know off. what I mean? So I'm yeah. not going to say like, obviously I told you fun stories that happened, but yeah. you know, uh, logistically it, it doesn't always work out so well. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sometimes. Let's do a camper of the week. Let's do Ooh, it. A spooky do, 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 do. Oh, it's spooky. No, it's not spooky oh. themes, but I'm just oh. trying to make it spooky okay. themes. Roll call. And now it's time for the camper of the week. This one is from Christina with a K. Tell us about a time that you saw, that you thought something would be hilarious and then it turned out to be not so hilarious. Oof. I like that. I like it a lot. Oof. It's like every day of my life. Marriage? <laughs> <laughs> this will be amazing. This will be so funny. <laughs> this is going to be great. God, I have a really good one. I just need a second to like remember it. Yeah, take so your time. I'll tell you guys about mine while you think about yours. Okay. Please. Um, In fifth grade, we had a substitute teacher for Mr. Mac. And I thought it would be really funny if we locked this girl, Katie Petlock, in a closet. And I did. Like, I, I put her in the closet because I wanted her to, like, pop out and surprise the substitute teacher. But it didn't go too well. And we, the closet, like, stuck. And we couldn't get Katie Petlock out. And then she started panicking and having, like, a like a panic attack because she was stuck inside a closet. Oh, and so all of a sudden, like, the janitor came. And we had to – I forget what happened. But it was, like, a big ordeal where she was stuck in the closet, like, sobbing and crying. And then – Finally, we opened it and she came out crying. And then immediately she was like, it was Meryl. Meryl, close the door and lock me. And I was the one that like shut the door, pressed, like locked her in. And then it wasn't that hilarious. And I got detention. Oh, wait, 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 wait. First off, you made it sound like you it, you were working together to like <laughs> pop out and surprise the substitute no, I was, teacher. There was, but meanwhile, you put her in a closet, closed it and locked it yeah. without her wanting you to do that. I said, this will be funny. Oh, this will be funny for me. Now you go do this thing instead of you getting in the closet. You're Kitty like, pet lock. Meanwhile, she's probably having like fever dreams ever since. Yeah. Like she can't be in dark spaces. She's trapped. She's, she's in got, therapy right now. She's got she little is. boy She sells arms. essential oils even worse. Wow. Oh, God. No, she just hit me no. up not too long what, ago. Like Doterra? Yeah. Ball. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Man cat. You got yeah. yours, my boy. <laughs> well, so what was the, what's the. Uh, um, tell us about a time that you thought something would be hilarious and it wasn't. So I thought it would be a really fun prank to go to McDonald's and go through the drive-thru. Stop right there. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, want okay. a. Just okay, kidding. Okay. Yeah. So we thought it would be really funny if we just went through and just continuously ordered one item. <laughs> like again and again? Again and yeah. Like, so you drive through, go around. Go, drive through, drive through Mac, go around. Have like, and, I'll yep. just have a one medium fry. One get medium it, fry, pay get for it, it, go back around. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we did it about 12 times. 
And we were like, I think we just stopped now. Like they, they don't, they didn't notice or care. They just kept saying, okay, Yeah, there was the peak of it being like, (laughs) I'll have a a medium fry. And then we get the medium fry and she'd be like, cool, here's your money. Okay. And I'm like, do do we do do it again? And she didn't say anything each time you guys came around to like give money and everything? That's amazing. I I I just want to say, (laughs) the the people working at the McDonald's drive-thru have seen some shit. I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) You ordering one item at a time is probably the most normal thing that's ever happened. (laughs) Or they might not even notice that it's like the same you over and over. I don't know what I thought was going to happen from it, but I just thought it'd be really funny. (laughs) I was like waiting for that. But yeah, it just, it happened. We just, we finally had all this McDonald's and we're like, well, now we feel like fat pieces of shit (laughs) and no one's laughing anymore like should we just go we're like we should should just go that's funny so yeah we went i think we went through one last time we're like well we just need a coke now because we need to like wash down all the (laughs) trash we got here so 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 you just came from the last like pool party for rehab Uh, yeah i was the last dj to do rehab that's a huge deal so thank you it is and the thing that i think some people don't understand is like when people go out to vegas like that's their like one weekend a year to rage that's every fucking weekend for me you know what i mean it's like i go from city to city or even in san diego and have like crazy parties and all that so when i have friends that go out with me and their mindset is like we're gonna rage all night i'm like i'm actually gonna go to sleep because i have like the biggest gig of my life tomorrow and we we've had a lot of people on talking about like being the one on stage for comedy that everyone's looking at and you know kind of is control of the room Mm -hmm. but we haven't talked yet with a, a dj or really a performer in music in terms of like what it's like to be the one there controlling the the vibe of the entire room with it like right. you know well i had a friend ask uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was actually a great question he's like is there a different between difference between gigs as djing and like there is there's the there's the gigs where you're just playing like a, a bar and you're just kind of like playing music song to song and then there's like a club where everyone's looking at you right, right. so you have to like perform playing the music you know like which, you're the entertainment yeah rather than just like we're here for someone's par- like birthday party how much of uh knob turning is is just bullshit uh obviously a lot yeah. but it also is it's necessary because you have to think like everyone's looking at you so you, you know, can't just you, be like yeah, and you know you get all the DJ moves. There's so I try to find mine, which is just dance a lot along with the songs. But I, I'm actually doing a lot of like live mashups, so all the stuff I'm doing is usually yeah I'm actually doing it. So that's why I hate when people come up to me and I'm like. So if I'm the working. beat drops, you're really dropping. <laughs> yeah, I'm really okay, dropping. Good. Well, I was just gonna say I think the number one thing that it's most annoying. I would bet for DJs is people coming up saying like, play this for me. Yeah, play they, this now, and they they don't understand if I don't if I haven't purchased a song, I don't have a song. I can't play it unless You're I play it through like my phone. <laughs> what if they and send it like, to you through iTunes or Spotify? Like, no, the, yeah, the, the ignorance of that is, is really funny for me because they're just like, well, play this. Well, can't you play it? I'm like, well, how would I play it? I have to download it and then, you know, I have to have it in, in my computer and then upload it yeah. into my system and then know what the beat per minute is and all this stuff. And then also fuck you. And then, yeah, yeah, please yeah. get away. Yeah. So when this podcast comes out, this will already happen. So maybe we can kind of circle back on this. Oh, but okay. uh, I'll be DJing a party for 40 witches on Thursday. Um, which I'm really excited for. Wait, witches? Yeah. I know, and I'm afraid to like inquire in the text like thread. Like Wiccan, Wiccan women? Yeah, they're like, every every year we have this party, it's just going to be 40 females, oh my gosh, I, 40 yeah. witches, and I'm like, I think I could pull this off. You're the broomstick, baby. Yeah. Something tells me they're not going to be the hot witches you expect them to be. I don't know. I'm, witches be hot like, nowadays. They can transform. Like, well, uh, we're also doing <laughs> Witches are kind of cool to be now. Like I feel like Lana Del Rey and like the kind of like, I don't know. Is I feel Lana like Del Rey are, a witch? Those all, those girls like the new kind of Instagrammy pumpkin spice girls, like all American think Horror that they, type of witch. Yeah, oh like God. crystals and you that guys, kind of stuff. No, witches no. are different now in 2019, both. 
<laughs> millennial witches yeah. are so, so hot. Are you going to set up a mix of like different? So she's like, I have, uh, again, talking about people. I, I just saw a little plaque that someone's hanging up in one of those girls' apartments. It's like, all my bitches are witches, you know, or some <laughs> bullshit life, like that. Sacrifice yeah. or something. Hey, that's mine. I just copyrighted that. Okay. So you can't have you that. Live life, live love sacrifice is mine, though. I'm oh my God, that. live love sacrifice. Oh my God, I want to kill those. That's like, I'd buy that at Bed Bath Beyond. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. I was at a show at the Belly Up, actually, and there was this DJ, quote-unquote DJ, who mm. also had visuals, okay? His name was Pogo, and he mixed, like... I know Pogo. Uh, he mixed things, he right? He does, like, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, he does these that. really great tracks. Yeah. Um, he did and then the he Belly does, Up? He did the Belly Up, and I went and saw him, right? And it was funny. About 20 minutes into a set, it was great. Everything was good. You know, he's got video going that's uh-huh. kind of linking up. Yeah. His... Laptop shut down. Whoa. And they were like, oh, uh, hold on a second. Technical difficulty. It's like, okay, no problem. Hey, we're dancing, but we'll stop and all good. Play some Bon Jovi. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so uh, about five minutes in, they, they were like, everyone's getting more drinks, shit like that. And they're fiddling with wires. And then uh, he leaves the stage. And I guess his agent comes out and goes, uh, sorry, guys. Uh, we will not be able to go any further tonight. Thanks so much. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you don't have a backup laptop or whatever. And I was thinking, like, I bet that everything is pre-made mm. to where he couldn't start from scratch. It's just like one long show. It's one long show. Like, like Ableton? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with, with, with DJs. Is that there's, like, the live mixing and then there's, like, a set. I mean, I, I was in, in, God help me here, but I was in Boston and I really wanted to DJ this after party, but they had their own DJ doing it. And I remember looking behind it. He had two laptops. Yeah. He had one where he was playing his pre-recorded set. Yeah. And the other one, he was on fucking Facebook. No. And he was just on Facebook. And I'm like, real, like, and he was, it was the same. It was like, yeah. I don't know what, what song was hot at the time. I'm sexy and I know it or something, but it played like every like 30 minutes and he just had it on a loop. And I'm like, the fuck, man? Like, yeah. But that's that's a that's a great like testament to like if if you're at, and I've been to a belly up shows where there was an artist playing. Uh, I don't remember it was some girls, but they were playing and the power went out and they just took out the fucking acoustic guitars and they played and they played it. And for a DJ, what are you gonna do? Just like right. don't stop believing. Yeah. Come on, everybody sing <laughs> along. Hold on to that. Beat. You know. So have so you had, had, that? You had yeah. anything like that where shit just went awry? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I've had the if if you do it right and it goes out, you've got it. You have to immediately control the crowd and be like, "What's up, San Diego?" While it goes out, and then yeah. hopefully have that that moment to power back in. And it's happened and been su- successful before because if it goes out, what are people going to start doing? They start booing yeah. immediately. Yeah. Booing. So if it goes out, you know, and you try to like make it a thing. Uh, so I just DJed uh, a wedding for my friend Carrie and Will, and they had Little Hurricane as a surprise to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're great. It was awesome. I love that. So, band. so here, so we did the the whole uh, pre sound check, where, and they were gonna come in. They were gonna put their uh, cables into to my thingies, and and yeah. they were gonna do that while I was asking the sh- the shoe game. And the shoe game at a wedding is the couples go back to back, and like who has stinkier farts, and, or who has <laughs> smellier shoes, or whatever. I don't know why everything was smells on that one, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they, they they put up their their shoes. So I've got my my twenty questions. Uh, I mean, my uh, my friend Christina helped me put together, and then we had like another twenty for backup. Well, for whatever was happening, the, the, I think the bridesmaid, someone tried to help and they cut the power. Ah. So now I'm sitting there. So I'm just, so I just start screaming the questions, you know, and I'm like, so what would happen? You know, so I'm like yelling them out and it, it clearly like it took the room a little bit. It was yeah. outdoors. And so people couldn't hear me as well. Um, and it took in like a minute, which in, in my mind was like an hour to get the right. power back on, maybe even more than a minute. It was a while. 
Um, and then finally it jumped back on again. And then sure enough, at the end of the night, their, their last song was playing. And I had a friend kind of helping with the, the cable. Oh. And I was like, you know, I'm like, just don't, don't, don't touch, touch anything. Don't touch. And sure enough, they touched and they pulled it on the last song, like halfway through. So the, the power went out again with the speakers and I was just like, they look at me like, that's it. I'm like, that's it. That's you know, it. I was like, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all how you react to those moments though. Um, and that's the old DJ thing is like, it, it, you can, you can play the fucking YMCA to a club as long as you build it up. Right. And if people trust you, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll dance to whatever you're doing. And if you right. do it right, but it, and when the power goes out, you got to handle it right. And hopefully have a backup and not yeah. just have the manager come out and excuse me. I'm still thinking about all the things like, I'm just thinking about that DJ life, like so heavy. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, it must be such a weird world to be in. How old are you? Thir- oh, 37. And I, it's funny. I went out to the, the Vegas and one of the, one of the employee people were like, I can't believe you're only 22. And I'm like, why would you think that? I'm like, why would you think I was 22? And she's like, cause you, you told me you were 22. And I was like, okay, I could see that happening. <laughs> you know? I always think about like, people that do it like Steve Aoki or something where I mean you're kind of set that way where your normal hours are just basically like sleeping until noon right or I f- see and this is my fucking pet peeve and I just had a friend do this recently and I went off of them They're like oh well you sleep to noon it's like okay well you go to bed at 8 p.m. Right. okay we, we get right. the same amount of sleep or I get more but when you're entertaining people and being like it fucking sucks your energy okay so it's yeah. like don't give my my schedule shit because i sleep later right you know you're what i mean just because you're sleeping yeah you're sleeping yeah. five hours before i even go to bed you know yeah and that's just again that's how i am anyways like i if i didn't dj i would want to I, i'm up at night anyways don't time shame me or don't sleep time shame, shame you my business partner because he has kids he used to say like um like at 8 a.m i'm like uh is 9 a.m okay is that too late or too early and he mm-hmm. goes 9 a.m. My day's half over. And I'm like, he would kind of give me shit. I'm like, yeah, but you're in bed by 830 yeah, or okay, 9. Yeah. yeah. There's sometimes and that. And I'm up till 334. Right. I'll like message Man Cat and be like, I'm on the radio. And, and you're like, yeah, I know I haven't gone to bed. Like it'll yes, be 530 a.m. We, we, uh, over our friendship, we cross paths more that way than, than the other ways where I'll be going to sleep. And you'll, you'll be up because I know you, you always get up that yeah. early. And I am always falling asleep. And the thing is with coffee and we can we'll attest to this tonight. If I have a like a drip of coffee afternoon, I'm up to like four or five a.m. Really? No matter what. That's um, I think yeah, that's I me could too. do all the drugs in the world and I could fall asleep. Coffee's the best. Coffee just gets me. I I do that late afternoon coffee at like three thirty, and I and as I'm drinking the last drop, I'm like, oh no, what have I done? Now it's like I'm just oh, up really? to like yeah, at least till two a.m. I was like, oh. so I could go to sleepy right yeah. now. Should we just? We should probably. Oh yes, have and a thank bite you so these. much for bringing these cheese yeah, curls I, from I back home. I brought some planters cheese curls. I ate these as a kid. I can't oh even my believe God. it. Oh my goodness! Look at that one. Looks like the president. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy Carter. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God! I'm so excited right now. I'm trying not to chew it. <laughs> I know. Planters. I'm like six feet oh. away, yeah. I'm gonna do a little ASMR. Hold on. That's great, Bo. Man, cat, we love you. I love Thank you, you for being on the yes. show. Yes. Okay. Tell people you, where they can follow you on social media and maybe if they have some ghost stories, they can contact you and yes, share their experience. I'm, I'm on uh, MySpace at. Um, <laughs> you were you? one of. He was one of the, fir- the first early adapters of MySpace, honestly. Oh, yeah. You were in my top eight. Was, yep. Top eight. Yep. I had uh, Follow Boy playing in the background. <laughs> the pink light. Yep. It took Twitter. a little while to load because there was a lot of shit going on there. <laughs> and then I had to expand to uh, 16 friends. You know, oh, it got yeah. a little crazy. You, know? you had 16. Your, your top 16 top friends 16, instead of eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It got heavy. Uh, so you can find me on, on Instagram at DJ Mancat. Uh, actually, just DJ Mancat anything. It's pretty easy. You get, if Twitter, if, you've, if you're if you a big Twitter person, this is not going to work out for you because 
I don't do that. Um, I just repost from my Facebook. So it'll be like, you know, this is what kind of uh, squirrel bow looks like. And it's just like a repost from (laughs) Facebook. But if you want to see what kind of squirrel I look like. What Disney princess would you be? And you also just recently went viral when Bo was, I mean, Man Cat was featured on a a BuzzFeed video for like handsome men that love their cats. Yes. And you guys uh, got like I don't think it was handsome men. I don't know if you watch the video. Okay. Oh, that's true. I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is, is it's like creepy ghost loving men who have cats. So this is the funniest thing about this is, okay, so we all, we all, it's like four different guys and the one guy's, you know, it's like, oh, I'm a DJ. The other guy's all like, oh, I'm an actor. And uh, the the other guy's like, oh, I just got out of the military. And, and I forget what the other guy did, but the, the best comment was like, oh, cool. All four of them are unemployed. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's like, that's amazing. So I was like, totally, yeah, because no yes. one had like a real job on there. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm a writer. I'm an English yes, professor. No, was, was a, yeah, writer a novelist, yeah. a DJ. I'm a podcaster. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we can attest to that. Thank oh. you. I love you long time. I love you. Thank you so much for having me. Let's uh, pass those planters around. Okay, cheese curls. Bye, everyone. If you're like DJ Mancat and you travel all around, but you want to stay connected business-wise, I've got the business for you. Tell us. It's called Grasshopper. It works like, yeah, I know. It sounds great already. Tell me more. They named it the name of an insect that bounces up and down. Because they're a traditional phone system that requires no hardware to purchase or (laughs) make sense to me or software to install. It's all managed online by phone. Callers can reach you wherever you are on your cell, office, home. If you're like Man Cat and you're in Vegas, like DJing the last rehab pool party ever. Do you know what I like about Grasshopper? What? You can run your business from anywhere on your mobile phone. And it has features like local or toll-free numbers with multiple extensions, custom call forwarding, the ability to send and get texts from your business number, get voicemails emailed to you, and plans start at just $12 a month with a money-back guarantee. And for you, who our Me? special campers. Oh, them. Yep, grasshoppers. I mean, we can probably get it too. Oh, let's try. We can get $50 off your order when you go to dr- trygrasshopper.com slash campfire. If I look at it long enough, it looks like trug asshopper.com slash campfire. Oh, yeah, you're right. Try asshopper. <laughs> Doesn't it? If you like blur your eyes You a seem bit. like you'd be an asshopper. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hop right on that deal. $50 off. Forward slash campfire. <laughs> okay. That was him. I could already tell the difference. I feel so, like the last week when we did our outros, I was so crabby because I was so tired. And now you I were, feel so happy. You were a fucking bitch. I was. You were bitchy. It's amazing what a lack of sleep You weren't can a bitch. Do. You were bitchy. Bitchy. And you ain't I, a witch, you witchy. I, I was just like, you gots to go. I went home and I told Jack I was like really snippy with Bo and it's only because I'm tired. But yeah. it's so you guys, honestly, well, like being well rested could really make a difference. Yeah. So that was so much fun. I think I believe some of those stories. I also think that he's like open to those experiences. So they happen more. Yeah, I think that's true as well. I mean, everyone's got a spooky story. Everyone's got some kind of creepy thing that happened to him. But I also think that it is on the edge of our brain there to be like, there's a there's a crazy sound or what was that screeching sound yeah. from an animal? Is somebody dying? We just have seen too many visuals given to us through horror films and other creepy shit stories. I just think we make some of it up. It's like I, I remember driving when I was a kid thinking that I saw aliens on the side of the road. I had my brights on and I was like, oh my God, there's people like these figures. Yeah. I turned the brights off and I was like, wait a minute. And I turned them back on immediately and they were gone. Mm. And I thought, aliens. Could be. But I'm open to the it. The truth is I probably saw something like, a, like deer a deer and it or ran something. away. Yeah. Or something. yeah. I just, you know, a deer following a trail of M&Ms or Reese's Pieces. <laughs> to, up to the, the yeah, beam. Uh, up. up to the beam. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here.
This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. I just came in the couch.